Chris, a dating doc, and this is a really important episode. We're going to talk about the disorganized, also referred as fearful avoidant attachment style. You're not going to want to miss this one. Check it out. So what's happening in my life? I always got to start off like this because, you know, it's like a, it's like a nice, cathartic, creative experience for me to just be me, be human. And ultimately, we're all self-serving. You came here for the good information and hopefully apply and use it, you know, uh, in your own lives, whether it's dating or something else. But, you know, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm a human. So I, I always think it's it's powerful, even though it's kind of one-sided, right? You're listening to me. I'm not listening to you. But um, yeah, why not share a little bit about myself? Anyway, so yeah, I, I've been waking up these last couple of days with just like a horrible, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's allergies, a code, could be the Rona, could be the Rona, uh, Corona, right? Could be that. Uh, I, I don't know. But I'm trying to get better. I got back to my flow days and um, a lot of just lounging around the house and uh in as minimal clothes as I can, because that's just the way that I do it. I do it Tarzan style. I don't know why. Just It's comfortable to be a grown-up lounging around. I do keep myself fairly busy, so the lounging around is a busy balance. It's 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 the other side of it. And uh, what else? What else? So I have a video speed dating event this week for San Antonio Singles. Hopefully, uh, we get some good numbers. We had good numbers for the Austin event. But I have to be biased because I live here in San Antonio. So I'm, I'm hopeful that um, Alamo City singles can represent. Um, I think it's a great concept. I, I don't just say that because I'm you know, running the event. I got interested in working with a company called Teleport because I do really feel like it makes sense. Okay. Bars are closed. So you can't really do much there. Online dating to me and a lot of other people has come to the point of oversaturation. So why not? Why not try video speed dating? And the cool thing about it, it's so short that if the person's a little bit awkward or you're just not interested in them, then it's a three minute session, three minute round, you get to the next person. But anyways, I never, you know, I don't want to sound so salesy, but I got to be proud of what I do. Right. So that's what life has been like. Um, Starting back with a lot of military work here in a couple months, things are going to get busy. Um, for those that want to know more, just hit me up and I'll tell you more about what I do on the military side. But I don't know who's listening. We might have the bad guys listening, so I can't can't um, go into too many details. Without further ado, let's get into this. We're going to continue our series on attachment styles, which is uh, it's a great topic. I, I really enjoy it because it, it's not one of these quick nuggets of information dating wise and then you use it or, or, or throw it away. This is a, a foundation that builds upon you as a child and how that can affect you as an adult or vice versa, your partner or whoever you're interested in, seeing how they grew up, grew up and how that may affect the way you need to communicate with them or hopefully get them out of their shell from the uh, type of insecure attachment style. Now, there's four attachment styles. 
I'll start off with secure. Secure is 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 it's the safe attachment style. It's one where you don't have to worry as much. It's where we all want to be, but um, about 60% of us are. And then it gets into the other types of insecure attachments, which are the ones that need a little bit TLC. Anxious. Anxious uh, can also be referred as preoccupied. Avoidant, also referred to as dismissive or dismissing. And disorganized, which is referred to as fearful avoidant. That's the one we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the disorganized attachment style. We've already touched up on anxious, preoccupied, and avoidant. If you want to listen to those, look for them on the podcast. But yes, we're going to talk about the insecure attachment style. So first off, these are the insecure attachment style is rooted in perceiving your parents or parent or caretaker as originally the the source of security and love. And now they've become the source of fear. And the way that this is different from dismissive avoidant, right? Because this is dismissive avoidant perceives that their emotional needs are rejected by their parents. Whereas someone who's part of the insecure, or I should say the disorganized, sorry about that, let's let's rewind a little bit, disorganized, fearful, avoidant attachment style, they've seen their caretaker as a source of fear. So with a lot of these insecure attachment styles, they, uh, they're a consequence of childhood trauma or abuse. And again, perceived fear is a central aspect of its development. You know, the survival of, uh, of children, of infants depends on that caregiver. It's, it's, it's what propels us to greatness or degrades us. The child knows that subconsciously he or she seeks safety in the caregiver. And when that becomes fear, there's problems. It's highly inconsistent and unpredictable. And the sad part is adults go through this, right? Abusive relationships. And the child can get to the point where they start fearing for his or her own safety. So this is a little bit of what the disorganized attachment style in children looks like. And... You know, I'll say this, I'll say that in some ways, in some ways, I I lived through that. Um, I grew up in a, I don't know, whatever, that, that's a whole nother podcast in itself, whatever you traditionally want to define as a Latin family, traditional Latin family. But in some ways, it wasn't my father that was the, the loud and aggressive one, it was my mother. And I never felt like I could truly, truly talk about my feelings with my mother. Maybe because I was a boy or now a man. Maybe because I felt like she really won't listen to me or I would be punished because I'm wasting her time and I should be doing something else like cleaning the house, cleaning my room, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of turned off that switch of sharing my emotions. 
And children with uh, disorganized attachment style are not able to truly adapt to the caregiver's behavior because they don't know what comes next. That's exactly what happened to me. Such children lack coherence in their own behavior towards the caregivers. They might seek closeness, but at the same time reject the caregiver's proximity and distance themselves due to fear. Now, my mother was was loving in her own way, right? She cooked a lot. She would clean the house. She would, um, if we would go somewhere, she would uh, every now and then buy, buy us stuff. But there was a lot of like, I don't want to hear it type of uh, type of attitude. And now as an adult, I can see where maybe that was just too much stress for her to, to hear out kids. Maybe she didn't have those tools to say, you know what, this is part of what they need to be healthy adults is to be heard. Um, so there was a little bit of rejection combined with the fear that I would be punished for even going there. And as I grew up as an adult, it was foreign territory for me, for me to really open up. I felt like I was being a bother and it took a lot of practice. Again, just because I'm a dating coach doesn't mean I was born perfect and, and, you know, I don't have my own learned lessons. I do. So the difference, again, I, I emphasize the difference between the disorganized attachment style is that it's rooted in fear, whereas anxious preoccupied has to deal more with rejection. All right, we're going to get into relationships with disorganized adults and what they look like. Hey, it's Chris, the Dating Doc, and if you're a first-time listener or you've been listening for a while, let me reintroduce myself. So I am Chris, the Dating Doc Feliciano. I'm passionate about producing content, whether it's this podcast, whether it's YouTube, whether it's the blogs, but I'm even more passionate about working with clients that are looking for solutions to their dating problems, whether they're wanting to communicate better, like myself, I'm always working on that and I want to impose that knowledge on other folks. If you're looking at being a seducer, not a manipulator, but a seducer when it comes to dating, if you want to optimize your online profile, if you need more self-awareness as an adult, and you keep making the same mistakes and you're wanting to avoid those mental pitfalls that lead you to choosing the wrong partners or choosing the wrong type of dating scenarios, check me out. If you're looking to just have a natural, positive, and resilient mindset when it comes to life and dating, I'm your guy. And on top of that, I'm not just one of these YouTube personalities that is gender bashing or, or isn't certified in any of this stuff and just talks out of his fourth point of contact. I'm actually certified in what I do, certified in neuro-linguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy, and also as a life coach. So I'm giving you skills that not only apply specific to your dating life, that a therapist may not be able to give you or a counselor may not even know anything about modern dating. I'm giving you very specific advice to dating that also holistically makes you a better person overall. So you're thinking, okay, all right, what you got? What you got for me? If you're interested, contact me at the dating doc on Instagram. Again, on IG, I'm at the dating doc. Just send me a DM. Tell me, hey, look, you heard the podcast and we'll go from there. You can tell me about your dating scenario. I can tell you about my service. 
and we can find out if there's a fit or not. It's that easy. Check me out. Now, it's painful, really painful. And I don't say this just for myself, but just, again, someone who's developed a lot of empathy in this dating world is that adults that are going through this uh, disorganized attachment style, they're expecting, they're waiting for rejection, disappointment, and hurt to come. It is inevitable to them. And they don't reject emotional intimacy. That's the difference. Again, they're simply afraid of it. Simply afraid of it. So those that are disorganized attachment, they want to feel love. They're not avoiding it. That's more of the uh, anxious preoccupied style. <clears throat> they view attachment figure as unpredictable. Right? And that's what happens a lot in dating nowadays is that there's so much unpredictability that you might as well just somehow as a defense mechanism expect the worst instead of expect the best. There's a lot of people out there, believe it or not, that because of the uh, the advent of social media and technology are actually becoming their own disorganized attachment style. And with the neuroplasticity of the brain, it's not like, well, all that matters is the way that you're raised and you're off to the races. No, the brain itself can, can trigger new goals, new inspirations. We've heard of 90 year olds that are getting their college degree. You know, this didn't just come out of nowhere, especially if, if they either had a great or good or bad um, uh, childhood. It doesn't matter that all of a sudden now they want to get a degree because, again, our brains can change and we can change for the worse. We can go from secure attachment style and all of a sudden because, you know, there's a little prick, a little hole in the dam that now becomes a crack in the dam. And now the floodgates are open because you've now become insecure for whatever reason. You feel preoccupied with what people think about you. So now you don't want relationships or you're scared of them because you went through a lot of toxic relationships. So let's let's get that out the way that even as I explain how childhood behavior transitions to adult, it's not so rigid. It's not so predictable like that. Um, and again, we can we can in some ways regress and those lessons learned, those breakthroughs may come later in life as we go through a little bit of the muck. So please understand that, that, you know, if you had a good childhood and you're wondering, well, what, what went wrong? Yes. Our, our brains can flow from these different attachment styles. And that's where self-awareness is important, which is one of the four attributes of emotional intelligence. Another podcast episode I'd want you to listen to. So you know, this mindset is obviously a form of self-sabotage, the disorganized attachment style. And you end up ending a relationship prematurely. It's a it's a type of self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You protect yourself by breaking up because you figured, well, that's somewhat predictable. And, uh, you know, especially when you predict that you're going to be rejected by your partner, you might as well control that. Even if there is no such signs, he or she starts behaving in a way that leads to fulfilling the expectations, which is the end of a relationship. 
And it's also a self-fulfilling prophecy when an individual with a disorganized attachment style chooses partners that induce fear, thus confirming his or her perception that people are not to be trusted no matter what. That is powerful. Okay, I'm going I'm to say uh, I'm going to say it again. I have my notes written down here. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy when an individual with a disorganized attachment style chooses partners that induce fear, thus confirming his or her perception that people are not to be trusted. Bam. This is why you have some of the most beautiful people in the world dating scum because they they almost expect that fear. It's part of their MO. If you grew up eating lasagna all your life and all of a sudden you're giving tacos and you're like, ooh, I don't know about this. Tacos taste better, but it's just not what I'm used to. But this person knows how to make some lasagna, right? If it feels, you know, uh, if, if that's your food of choice, right? You can use whatever example. I just use lasagna because that was my first favorite food. Then it became tacos. My point being is that Adults will cling on to this perception of not trusting someone. So you always hear that. You always hear that men are no good and I can't believe I I can't find a good man. A lot of that has to deal with that mindset loop. Loop as in you go back to it. As much as you tell yourself you won't, you go back to confirming your perception that people aren't supposed to be trusted and you get excited for bad, good, or worse, you get a dopamine hit, a dopamine release from being with someone that induces fear. As toxic as it is, that's what makes sense to someone who's of the disorganized attachment style. Very, very dangerous. We're going to get into now how to change a disorganized attachment style. Living with a disorganized attachment style, it's not easy. Okay, imagine playing a game that you never really understood the rules of. You want to play with others, but no one taught you how. When it's your turn, you make your move, but you don't know what to expect afterwards. You keep losing and you don't know why. But there's a way to heal. There's a way to heal if you're part of the disorganized attachment style or you know someone who is part of the disorganized attachment style. It causes a lot of stress and confusion when it comes to social interactions and intimacy. And ultimately, we don't want to lose out on someone good in our life, someone important in our life who's making that progress towards healing, towards changing themselves. Um, you know, so, so please understand first that um, whether you are of the disorganized attachment style or you know someone like that, let them know that you know it's challenging the process is going to be challenging there's going to be a lot of unpredictability suspicion lack of trust a lot of uh, frightening assumptions uh when it comes to parenting being raised by caregiver with a disorganized attachment style is one of those key predictors of a child's emotional development so if you're a parent and you have unresolved trauma or loss you're likely to raise a child with a disorganized attachment style. So as, as an adult, okay, like we talked about, it's it's 
it's hard, but the best way to start off is easy and not to push yourself or push the other person. I recommend therapy, okay? I really do. Is is it someone who you can trust who's a third party, who's who's not your partner? Because again, you're gonna expect the worst. You're gonna expect that they're gonna induce fear in you. But you know, if you see a therapist or you see a um, highly skilled uh, life coach, <clears throat> you know, life coach, dating coach, <clears throat> might know one. Um, you know, we, we offer you non-judging, calm, and predictable space for you to open up. And, uh, you know, you're able to express yourself, make sense of your experiences, emotions, and needs in a safe environment. And now, uh, you could start healing on your, on, on your own, okay? It's a promising approach doesn't push your limits that much but it doesn't require you know much from a stranger right away um but you know the 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 biggest thing with this is that it's gonna take some time with any of these different attachment styles you have to realize that it is going to take time for you to heal yourself or heal that other person and a lot of us are suffering from various attachment styles, okay? 60% are in the secure attachment style. And then it's a 15% spread between the other three. Okay, so it's about, yeah. And, and again, there's some, you know, some uh, variances in there. But between anxious, avoidant, disorganized, you're already talking about 45% of the population from the last time that survey was taken in 18, 2018, 45% are going through any of these three attachment styles that fall under the insecure attachment styles. Now, it's one of those things where we often talk about, I'm gonna work on myself. If you don't have the tools if, you, if you're not up on your self-awareness game and you keep making the same mistakes, have you truly worked on yourself? I would personally recommend if you want to go through the journey of, of transitioning from any of the insecure attachment styles, specifically in this case, we would say the disorganized or fearful avoidant type, that you actually put yourself through a lot of practical exercises. One way would be to expect predictability, to push yourself towards predictability. Start off by going to a store and you're always seeing the same person at checkout. And you just greet them, just greet them, just say hi to them. They're not gonna yell at you, right? And this is where a lot of that that insecurity comes in because you're thinking, this person's gonna yell at me if I'm always saying good morning, good afternoon, or, or whatnot. After a while, your 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 tone of the way you say good morning or good afternoon will become a lot more confident because you realize, again, you have to realize the reward of not being hurt, of not not that person who now you're building trust with, even if they're just a cashier that you see every now and then, that will help you form that neuroplasticity. Okay, your synapses and receptors are now rewarding themselves saying, hey, there's some people that are not going to yell at you. See what I'm saying? If you are, on the other hand, working with someone who 
is of the disorganized attachment style, they expect pain and hurt. And they may have a very stoic look to them, especially men, right? Men are pressured to protect their masculinity. So they may they may have this really strong uh, sense of like, can't mess with me because I can't trust people in the world. They're, gonna, they're all going to hurt me or they're going to induce fear. Give them that predictability. Give them that predictability. And unfortunately, this may be, this may require a lot of time on your hands. But what you want is you want to let them know that they're not going to be yelled at. They're not going to be hurt. There's a rejection part, which goes more into the avoidant insecure attachment style. But for the disorganized, they just want to make sure that you're not going to cause them any kind of fear. Fear is not just that they fear they're going to get hit. Fear could also be they're worried that you're going to judge them or you're going to tell other people about their problem or this or that. It is not just, hey, I don't want this person to yell at me. It's that fear of, of giving up control. That fear of, yeah, there, there is the emotional fear. Could be the physical fear that they don't want to get hit. But it, it goes beyond just not being aggressive. The way that you have to do this is you have to make sure that they feel protected and that you are a person they can fully trust. So hopefully that helps. Um, I, I'm, I'm very passionate about the attachment styles. I think that it shapes a lot of the clients that I work with. If you are interested in working with me, you can contact me on Instagram. I'm at the dating doc just like the name of this podcast at the dating doc and we can set up a 20 minute session and we can talk about what's going on in your dating life and if this would be an ideal solution for any dating scenarios you're going through so again if you want to contact me just hit me up at at the dating doc on ig i'm also on facebook you can search me there by the same name and uh hope you guys enjoyed Please use, apply the knowledge. Knowledge is not powerful until it's actionable and used. So hope hope you guys have a, a good uh, post-Thanksgiving weekend. Check it out later. Goodbye.